Blessings and welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend. It's a quarter hour here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news designed to give you a boost and to get into Scripture a little bit, and that will inform and inspire you uh, for the coming week. Privileged to be your host, I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Program generously underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours. Uh, this is summertime. If you want to take a trip somewhere, get your group together and give them a call at 866-944-8687. Or you can contact them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. They consistently receive the highest safety ratings that the government gives out. All right. Also, you can reach them at 866-944-8687. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org or 314-996-1520. That's 314-996-1520. Today, some thoughts about true greatness. What does it consist of? Well, from Mark chapter 9 come these words. They came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? And the Bible says they kept silent. For on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down, and he called the twelve. And he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. What? To be first, you must be last? How can that be? That thought just doesn't compute. I mean, after all, last is where you find the rejects. Last is where you find the no-shows, the humble poor, those who have tried at something and failed. They are the ones that are truly last. At least that's the way society views it. That's because they look at it through the lens of a hierarchy approach to life. You pull yourself up the ladder of success. It's just that simple. You pull yourself up until you reach the top, wherever that is. And then you're able to be dubbed a truly great person. One author has written in Westminster Abbey, there are a number of monuments bearing names of people about which no one seems to know anything about. The persons who bore these names were probably famous when they ended their earthly careers, but through the years they have been forgotten. When a visitor to Westminster Abbey asked a custodian for information about a man who had been accorded the honor of a memorial in the stately edifice, the officer replied that he had not the slightest idea who that person was. Such is earthly fame. I mean, people toil very hard to make a name for themselves, but in the majority of cases, they are soon forgotten. Consider this little poem. After a while, a vanished face, an empty seat, a vacant place. After a while, a man forgot, a crumbling headstone, an unknown spot. Woo, that's so negative. And the striving for a worldly greatness may come naturally to you and to me as sinners. I mean, we're subject because of sin to view life in a similar manner as your regular Joe next door. 
and I'm talking about viewing it in a hierarchical manner, the higher up you are in the company or organization, the more important you are even to God. Okay, so being a president of a company makes you much more important, supposedly, than a common clerk. That's hierarchy at its best. However, the Lord desires you and me to see things a bit differently. Because true greatness does not consist in how high up you go on the ladder of success. Oh, no. Instead, it consists of how low you're willing to go in true humility, not regarding yourself, but only Christ. And that's why the Apostle Paul once wrote, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. True greatness comes when you look at the Son of God and how low, yes, how very, very low he went when he died on Calvary, taking upon himself all of your personal sins, all you've ever committed, all you will ever commit and all the sins of the whole world all at one time for you and for me. In Philippians chapter 2 come these words, Have this mind among yourselves, which also was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, and being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. See, that's true humility right there. God taking on your skin and dying for that skin. And now through your baptism, you have his skin on. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO. I have a lot more to tell you in the next very few minutes, so keep it right where it is. Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. astounding opportunities abounding for you this is moments of assurance weekend part two for this blessed uh, day that the lord has made whether you're listening on saturday or sunday uh, appreciated very much for this quarter hour that airs at 7:45 a.m central daylight time every weekend talking about the definition of true greatness jesus once said i am among you as one who serves he also said, if anyone would be first, he must be 
last of all, and servant of all. And that's what God did for you. He sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. God took on your skin, died for that skin. Now through your baptism, you have his skin on. And through his resurrection, you have the sure promise that the skin you have on now will be replaced with new skin, a sinless, eternal skin like Jesus when you get to heaven. Yes, the sinless Son of God became a man, the God of the universe, the one through whom all things were created. He's the one who became you, so you could become one with him for eternity. So God isn't thinking hierarchy here. Oh, no, he's thinking the opposite. He's talking about going as low as you can go, as low as you can get, where true greatness lies. Referring to Christ, St. Paul writes, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He is the greatest and the highest, but he went to the very lowest depths for you. If anyone be, would be first, Jesus said, he must be last of all and servant of all, just as Jesus was. And then Jesus, in this text from Mark chapter 9, provides a vivid example of true greatness. Jesus says, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. One Lutheran, Lutheran commentator provides these words as an explanation. Though the child appeared insignificant, he was treasured and connected to the Lord who focused on serving others. So question this blessed weekend, where is your focus today? Is it on serving others? Is it on the little child? Or... Are you caught up in the up-the-ladder hierarchical way of viewing things? That up-the-ladder look comes from within, from your own sinful nature and mind, which automatically views life through the up-the-ladder lens. But consider this. Martin Luther once said, If someone were to knock on the door of my heart and ask who lived here, I would simply say, well, Martin Luther used to live here, but he has moved out, and Jesus Christ has moved in. Indeed, when Jesus Christ is in, in your heart, through faith, and through the trust that the Lord gives to you in his holy word, well, then you are out. And selfish thinking is out. Up and down ladder thinking is out. Indeed, by faith. The fact is, for you and for me, this blessed weekend, Jesus Christ has moved in. It is his love and forgiveness given to you on the cross that changes your thinking from a hierarchical ladder look at life to a going down low to serve look. Jesus once said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. 
That's not hierarchical ladder thinking. That's thinking like Jesus thinks, which is the answer to what Jesus was talking about when he referred to the little child. A person might think that a little child is not all that important. They can't make any money. They can't contribute to society. They're small in comparison to those who have important functions in life and contribute greatly to society. But if you're going to think like Jesus thinks, you must think that child as being very important. That child is connected to Jesus in their baptism. They are a child of God. So Jesus uses this illustration to show his point that though the child appeared insignificant, he was treasured by the Lord. Society thinks hierarchy. But when you look at Jesus and see what he's done for you, how he became your servant, then you by faith through his word see his point. His words echo down the centuries of time to this very day. If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. That's thinking like Jesus thinks. I pray you have that mindset this very day. Thanks a lot for listening. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance Monday through Friday over the noontime hour, Central Daylight Time on You've KFUO. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.